At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Streaming live from Aldinga Beach, it's the Chats with Cats podcast. You're here with Rick and Dan, and a notable absence this week is Mark. No Mark. No Mark. He's a bit sick again. I reckon it might be to do with the three-hour sleep he had and then backing it up with us staying up all night. When? Yesterday? No, nah, a week ago when he um, fucked up. Oh. Stayed up all night. Remember, he, ca- he came here as a tired and then he stayed up. And Surely did- that's not a thing that's still causing him any any grief. Oh, it probably is. I don't know. Probably. Well, he stayed here all last week, so oh, you yeah. went away on holidays I did. to Darwin. Had Got a great time, obviously. Got back and Mark was just naked on the couch. No, not with quite. With a box of tissues next to him because he was obviously snotty. Yeah. And watching porn, so that was great. Yeah. No, I um I almost didn't get back in because NT were going to some sort of COVID outbreak, which was sort of close but not close at all. So, yeah, it was fucked up. But, um, yeah, I got constant updates from uh, Mark, and I'm going to go through that a bit later on, but I'm going to start off with some, um, some stories. So as COVID was... Getting, I don't know, they're only getting like 20 cases, but because NT is not very populated, it was like a massive deal yeah, over there. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I was in the casino, and one thing I was looking forward to was going up there and not having to wear a mask, especially because of the humidity. And we're in the casino having a drink, sitting down. I'd taken my mask off, and I was just having a couple of sips. Look over at Allison, same thing, having a chat. The guy, the security guard came up to me. He's like, oh, no, 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 put your mask back on, please. And I'm like, Oh, no, we're, we're having a drink. He goes, no, 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 no. Now, what I need you to do is have your mask on and then pull it down for a sip and then put it back up. And Get like, stuffed. Yeah. That's, and he was fucking hot on everyone. Like every single person he saw, even with the mask hanging just below their nose, mate, you need to put that over your nose. He was fucking red hot on it. It was fucking annoying. There's, to, mo- to the best of my knowledge, that would be the only place in the country where you need to do that. Probably. Like that casino, that, that's it. Like everywhere else you go... Mask on, sitting down, but then if you're eating or drinking, whip it off. Yeah. And but he was saying COVID can't get you when you're eating or drinking. Oh no, everyone Do- knows. Doesn't that. even it, you're invisible. That's right. Yeah. But he uh he's like, Oh, it's not even my rules, it comes from the top. And I'm like, Okay, well whoever the top is is fucking idiotic. But anyway. Oh, wow. Um apart from that, we settled into our our uh, hotel room. We paid about two hundred and sixty four dollars a night, right? It's a it's meant to be like an upper classy sort of Place for Darwin, right? What's it called? Uh, I don't care. Mindel Hotel. 
Because they're yeah. on resort. Yeah, you know Mid- the one? Middle Beach Markets. Yeah, yeah, right next to that. So anyway, um, first night we are in there, saw this thing. Fucking, oh, Actually, I want to ask you something. What would make you go, I'm not happy with my hotel room, apart from what, maybe the size and what it is? What, what would make you go, let me fucking get out of this room. I want to change. Oh. Bugs or something? What sort of bugs? I don't know if you get like lots of cockroaches in the room or something like that. That would make you actually want to change the room. Yeah. Guess what? What? I had three. Three cockroaches. Massive motherfuckers too. Like imagine putting three 50 cent pieces that that fucking big, that long. I called up and I was like, um, I've got fucking a roach problem in the room. Can we get a room change or some bug spray or something? They sent someone up into the room and they're like, oh, oh you must not be from around here. I'm like, No. That's why I'm staying at your fucking hotel, mate. <laughs> so, and he's like, oh, no. Nah, you're not a local. Uh, <laughs> oh, cockroaches obviously. are part of the family here at Mindel. I'm like, oh, that's fucking great. Maybe put it on your fucking website because I wasn't prepared for it. I was like, I was screaming on the top of the bed because this thing was following my foot. It was massive. Normal cockroaches, I'm like, I don't care about, but this thing looked like a tennis ball with, with legs. Very upset. So, Mindel, fucking clean your shit up because that was fucking disgusting. Second thing is, how how recently have you been to Darwin? Um, it's before Rachel and I got together, so it's been a little while. Okay. Eight years. So do you know what you have to do when you go to park there? By the way, no, there's fuck all free parking anywhere in the CBD, so you've always got to pay for it. If you go up to a parking meter, you go to put coins in, that's fine, but no one fucking has coins anymore, especially someone that's on holiday that's just got their card, like me. I went to pay by card. You can't do it. You have to download an app called Paystay, yeah, I know about this. Drop fucking a minimum of 5 or $10 onto it. Then you have to check the side of the box and most of the time the numbers are faded to fuck. Like it's so hot up there that nothing survives and put in an eight-digit number, right? So I've, I've done this and I'm not even sure like half the time if I'm paying for my parking or if I've fucking stopped it or not because fucking internet keeps cutting in and out. I'm fucking hating it. Got back to my car the other day, $40 fine, parking fine, and I'd paid for the time I was there. Can you get out of that? Oh, I messaged him and said, hang on, um, here's a screenshot of me paying for this park and here's the eight-digit number, here's my rego. And they're like, oh, it's weird. I don't know why the guy would have given you a, a thing. It's because I typed in one of the digits wrong. Still got uh, done. And I said, oh, well, because I'm paying more for the parking meter, it was like $2.50 versus $2.90. I'm like, I was actually paying more for my parking where I wasn't than where I was. Can we get it? No. No, nah, you fucked up. That's it. I was like, that's fucking, that sucks. Really? Yeah, very bad. I didn't like that at all. Made me very upset. So, don't go to Darwin and hire a car because it's a fucking nightmare. See you in the NT. Mm. Not again, Dan says. And so, on top of that as well, I thought, oh, we better fill up the car. We've done a lot of driving. You know how I said they are going to be overboard with the whole COVID thing? I filled up the car and I had to wait outside for the person in front of me to go into the store, select what they wanted, get served... And then come out before I was allowed in. They had a, like a lockout service too. Oh, wow. Things were going slow. Very slow. So nothing goes fast up there and we all know that because, you know, it's, think, the, it's the place that time forgot. It is. It's Honestly, a lot of the shit there is like very 90s. I'd say it's very 90s. Mm. It just felt like it needs an update. Like a- but the person you were waiting behind to get into the um, service station... Did they, you know, what would what would be even worse in that scenario is the person goes in there to browse. 
Well, they did. Go, oh, I might just pick up that. Oh, do I need that? No, I'll message my missus. Uh, she takes a while to get back to me. I've yeah. got, uh, but then I've got milk, so I'll go and do that. It's like, fucking See, that could be a up. thing. But I was very fortunate that the person in front of me was a person like me that was very conscious of me standing at the door. And they oh, went in, good. got water, got a couple of things, but they were so quick at it. I was like, fair enough. It didn't bother me because I could see they were trying their best to not annoy me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, I spoke to everyone about catching that million-dollar barramundi. Went on a fishing charter. Everyone caught one but me. I was gutted. It was like the whole reason I fucking booked the trip up there. Very upset. What were you doing wrong? Well, nothing. It's like we went out for the whole day, which is only four hours, so not a whole day. That's a lie. Lots of mayo on that. Mayonnaise. And uh, we didn't catch anything for the first three hours. We were getting heaps of bites and whatever, but just not landing anything. And then uh, Alison called on, another girl that was on the boat called on, and then there was myself and the tour guide. Um and, yeah, I don't know. I got heaps of bites as well, but I did notice that my lure was a bit fucked up at the end and he's like, oh, I reckon you've had too many bites and the hook wasn't quite catching him. So I'm just going to go with that because I'm, I'm a good fisherman, I swear. But I'm just gutted. You love fishing. I fucking love it, man. I love it. But, yeah, I was gutted because Alison was like, oh, yeah, we'll go on the charter. I don't care. Like hit or miss sort of attitude with her. And, yeah, she hooked on. It was like a massive fish. You saw the photo of it. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Good, good barramundi. For those people playing at home... Catching barramundi is not an easy feat. No, it's pretty hard. You've got to constantly be casting out, mm-hmm. lure, dragging it back in, bang. Yeah, well, I tried to work it out. I reckon I did around about 700 casts in that four four hours. That's, hec- that's it, hectic. It was like three a minute. It was very – like the next day, all up on, on the top of my shoulders, was fucking aching. Very, very, very sore. Is there something more frustrating in the world than doing something – 700 times in a row and not getting a result. Yeah, and seeing everyone around you, like, succeed. That's just, like, for me, I don't mind fishing. I don't love it. But the thing I hate about it is if you don't catch anything. Yeah, it's gutting. Four hours. So even um, my uncle lives in Northern Territory, and the last time, well, every time I've been there with him, we'd go out on his boat um, out from Dundee Beach, so not in Darwin itself. It's a bit of a trek. But he's got all the best spots, like, pre-programmed in his little GPS. He knows the tides and the water and what's happening, the comings and goings, what fish we're going to catch where. And the last time I went out with him, we went out for a fucking whole day and they were catching snapper and he got a big dewy, caught a barramundi off of a lure, like, really in close to the banks. Yeah. And I was pulling catfish in all the time. And they're like, can't keep that. Oh, Throw it back. So you weren't can't contributing. Keep that. Throw it back. And oh. I'm just like, I didn't actually care because I was still catching something. Yeah, yeah. It's just that whole thing of if I can contribute to catching something, I don't give a fuck if it's seaweed. Here's a question. Something. Would you rather go out, let's say, we'll round it out to five hours. Would you rather go out for five hours and catch a massive fish, like a really impressive fish, or catch 20 okay size fish? 20. Yeah, so would I. I'm I'm more into like having action all yeah. the time than pulling up that big one, which I'm always going to throw the, back anyway. Yeah, see, the only thing I reckon that would counter that for me is if I was going and catching like a what are the really big impressive ones with Tuna the big nose or the marlin, the mar yeah, big marlin, yeah, where you fight like you've got it, so you're actually catching it for a long long period of time, like an hour. You only fight. get one, but you're fighting it for like yeah, like an hour or something. I don't think Wild. I could. Do, I honestly don't think I could do it. I'm too scrawny, and I'd just give up halfway through. It. This isn't even fun anymore. This is like <laughs> a lot of effort for a fish that I shouldn't be 
catching. Do you know what I mean? Like it doesn't make any sense. Hey, oh, um, wow. Another thing about uh, – I've got two more things before we move on. Yeah. Um, we bought a lot of alcohol over there. Well, enough for probably four people and we drank a fair bit. But do you know what the BDR system is over there? To do with alcohol. Yeah. Big drunk rhinos. I no. So every time Alison went to buy some drinks or, or red wine or something, they were asking her for ID and she's getting really flattered. She's like, oh, I don't look as old as I thought I did. And then it clicked on like the third or fourth time that we bought alcohol. They were like, no, 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 no. It's not because we don't think you're of age. We just legally have to now. And it's called the BDR, the Band Drinker Register. So every time you take takeaway alcohol from like a bottle or a drive-thru, they'll scan your driver's licence. And if on that night or within a reasonable time you do something stupid, it gets put on a police report and then you get banned yeah, right. from um, yeah, buying alcohol. So it's meant to stop like domestic abuse and violence and stuff like that. But I was thinking like, fuck, how do they know? Like, like surely guys can get alcohol or get pissed as fuck at the pub and then just go home anyway. Like, Well, I guess it's, it's about scallywag behaviour, isn't it? Mm. If you go and be a scallywag and the cops get you, it's obviously a police monitored thing. Yeah. They put it in a database find out that you're a piece of shit, mm-hmm. you go and buy alcohol, and they say, no, 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 no. Yeah, no more. Not today. Yeah. And then next so time... So how long bought- do they get banned for? I guess there's probably different levels depending on, you know, if you get your dick out or... Yeah, I, I actually... I did punch re- someone. I tried to look it up. Throw a kid. Throw a kid. I don't know. Well, it probably has happened. Um, I did try to look into it, but yeah, I couldn't really find all those ins and outs, but only that they tried to bring it in in 2012. It got, t- like, it was... Around for a little bit, they fucked it off, and then they've just brought it back in. But apparently it's really successful and has been working. But another thing. All right, last thing. I went down to Litchfield, which I told you about. Yep. Anyone that hasn't been there, it's quite good. has termite termite mounts, some creeks, waterfalls, all that stuff. But we went to Florence Falls, which is probably the most popular spot, and you've been there, right? Yeah, a lot of the places you were posting I've been to. Yeah. So – Basically, like a double waterfall that goes into like a creek bed. Would you say like a like a lagoon? Yeah, like a lagoon. Anyway, we were in there, had the GoPro, taking some photos, having a really good time, and we were just about to get out, and I got fucking bitten by a fish. What? I got bitten on the leg by a fucking fish, and Have I you got sc- marked right. Yeah. Oh, I'll get into that in a second. I screamed. I was like, Ah, fuck, fuck, fuck! Something bit me. And keep in mind, this place is pretty busy with a lot of kids and whatever. So I'd about like. Probably 10, 15 people turn around looking at me. What the fuck's he talking about? Alison thought I was joking, and I'm like, I'm getting the fuck out. I'm getting out. And as I'm swimming towards the stairs, she saw this fucking fish following me. It was it was called a snooty grunter. That's what the fish is called. Oh, we looked no. it up. Apparently, anyone that goes into Florence Falls with a scab on their body, they sniff it out, and they're attracted to it, and it feels like you're getting electrocuted. We Googled it, and it happens regularly. So I had this cut on my shin, and it was fucking gnawing at the scab, trying to get into my fucking leg. It was fucked up. I've never been so bitten you've by a fish. Been molested by a snooty grunter. Yeah, and it's got what a weird name. What a weird name. Mm. What a weird thing for a fish to want to do. Yeah, I don't know. I hope that's the name. I looked up so many fish, and it's the only one that looked close. That is apparently. A- and did it feel like an electric shock? Yeah, it felt actually felt more like a um, probably like a crab pincer on my shin. Like, it, it oh, yeah. fucking hurt. Like, it, it felt like it had teeth and it really, like, gnawed into my skin. And it did it twice. Like it was like, bang, bang. And I was like, fuck. Like, 
I just wasn't expecting it. What did you think? At the time, put yourself back in the moment. What did you think? Did you think, oh, fuck, there's actually crocodiles in here? No, no, I thought it was a yabby or something. And then when Alison's like, oh, it's fucking following you. I was like, what? I was like freaking out. I was like trying to get out like a shark was after me. Well, there's an old saying in the Northern Territory that, you know, you you don't want to be eaten by a snooty grunter. No, I know. Very famous line, that one. (laughs) So anyway, getting back to Mark. Now, everyone knows that Mark was looking after my cats, right? He, uh, I've, I've got five categories here. I gave him a, a mark out of ten on it, all the categories. Oh, you've graded him. I've graded him. All right. So on when I arrived home, he'd already left because we, we were going straight into quarantine. We had to wait for our test to come back oh, negative, okay. yeah, so he yeah. couldn't be here. Yeah. On cat health, not being lost and the cats being alive, I gave him a ten out of ten. They were high in spirits. Didn't look like they had any legs missing or anything like that. Pretty good. All right. He started strong. He's done well. House can the house condition damages and burn marks around the house, none, no damage that I found. Ten out of ten. He started really well. He started. Uh, I'm shocked because I, I thought I'd have at least a roof. Missing. So hang on, burn marks. Mark's not a smoker. I know, but if he cooked something, you know, he'd burn the house down. He could have. He could have burnt the floor. He could have burnt a cupboard. All right. So what we're basically saying here, you've ascertained that Mark hasn't cooked all week. Well, who knows? He might have. There was a few dishes. There three glasses he washed and left in there. So okay. maybe he had three drinks. That was it. Uh, the cleanliness of the dishes and furniture, I gave him a 9 out of 10. He lost a point because Allison found a lolly stuck to the air conditioner remote. You're joking. <laughs> I'm not joking. Mark, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Neighbour complaints and police reports, none so far. So 10 out of 10. Well done, oh, mate. Wow. And... Uh, for giving cat updates during the, the stay away, we're getting videos and photos the entire time. And his instructions followed on how to look after them. I gave him another 10 out of 10, giving him a 9.98 out of 10 overall. Far out. Hey, and this makes me think that maybe Mark should start a business where he just looks after people's pets. I Do think you, Is there a market in this? Oh, massive. Yeah, there's a huge market. So here's a question. You might not want to give your, your full... Um, price estimate on this because I'm assuming you didn't pay him. Yeah, I did. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, I paid him 50 bucks and bought him probably 50 bucks worth of lollies, popcorn and shit and stashed it up on the bench. He yeah, was, right. Yeah, he's blown away. He was like, wow. Yeah. Okay, so if in future you didn't have access to Mark, mm-hmm. Mark's, Mark's cat looking after higher service, mm-hmm. who, how much would you pay someone to do that for a week? Oh, it depends. You can you can take your cats to like cat daycares. Yeah, yeah. I think they're like twenty, some are thirty, thirty-five. Depends on how good or bad they are, and a lot of factors. But a day. About twenty bucks a day. So that sounds cheap to me. Well, all they've got to do is keep them in a cage. That's it. Just and just throw some food, biscuits in there. Sometimes. Yeah, that's it. Like I suppose they let them out and play with them, but I mean, it's not a lot of upkeep for a place like that, really. Okay, so. Is that 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 that'd be the most you'd pay? What fifty bucks? Uh, no, how much a day? Like if if you were oh. going to get someone in to stay at your house, look after the house, and look after the pets in their own environment, what what would you put on that? Well, that's different. Well, and the reason I say that is because sort of they're living in your house using your utensils, utensils, your utilities. utilities and whatever. Yeah. Um, when you're giving it to someone else, it's literally them. Just looking after the cat. So if I was going to give them away to someone to look after a day, I'd probably pay 30 bucks a day. It, and it depends on how far – like if I'm going away for a month, that's going to add up quick. You know, yeah. if I'm doing like a round-the-world trip or something. 
I don't know. You're probably better off trying to find someone to come and just drop in and look after them. But yeah. if you've got so a that's, pet, that's the question I asked you though. How much would you pay that person to come here and stay? Well, fuck. For how long a month? Yeah. I don't know, probably 10, 15 bucks a day. Oh, my God. No one's ever going to do that. Mark's business is not getting off the ground. No one's going to work for $10 a day. Yeah, but it depends on how many houses they're doing. Like, if it's Oh, on- so you're suggesting that Mark could have a business where yeah. he rocks up here for 15 minutes, yeah. water, food, take him outside for a poo, yeah. clean the litter tray, whatever. And then move on to the next house. Move on to the next house. Yeah. And, so then, and then there might be one client. 15 houses a day. Yeah. And there might be one client that's like, oh, but I, I want you to stay at my house and I'll pay you X amount. So yeah. he could work and do. Oh, I'm sure there's people that do that. Pet owners are funny, aren't they? Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, my cat doesn't like other cats. Mm. So it has to be at my house. Or it doesn't like being alone. It needs company. Yeah. You know, that sort of weird shit. That's why you shouldn't have pets. Yeah, you don't like pets, do you? I like the idea of a pet. I don't like the idea of spending lots of money on pets. You got to buy them. You got to desex them. You got to take them, like vet. the The idea of having to pay hundreds of dollars in vet bills makes me feel sick. Why? Why would you? Well, it depends. Like my first cat, Duncan, he was one hundred and eighty. everything done and desexed. Yeah, but so obviously I'm not going to buy a cat because I'm allergic to cats. It's just not going to happen. If I was to get an animal, I'd get a dog. But then, like, to get a cool dog, they're like two and a half grand. Yeah, I know. It's so much money. But explain to me what a cool dog is. Why, why is a dog cooler than another dog? I don't know. It's a, it's a weird question because it's all personal preference and it's all like it's the same thing about buying like a cool pair of shoes. Why are they any better than the other shoes that are just a, a no-name brand? Do they do the same thing? Are they as comfortable? Yeah, but I don't have to buy fucking food for shoes. <laughs> I don't have to take my shoes to the vet. Yeah, um, that's besides what I was saying. <laughs> okay, so you want to spend two and a half thousand dollars on a dog, hypothetically. Yeah, right, one that you like. You have it for six years, and it has to go to the vet. Right, you love this dog as much as you like. Your- so, and and the, therein lies my problem because I will I will love the dog, mm. and I will have so much fun with the dog, and there will come a time where I have to make a hard call. Do I spend $3,000 on surgery or do I just put the fucking thing to sleep? Mm. And I still have to pay for that as well. Yeah. This is why, scattered throughout my history, people that I have known who have had dogs or animals in general, I've known a lot of people who have put their own pets down. Yeah, yep. So, and for reasons seemingly that they're not even sick, maybe they're just sick of them. Really? Yeah. So my one of my mates, Frank, he had a dog named Winnie. And Winnie used to live out in his backyard and he, they had this huge long wire line that Winnie, had, Winnie was tied up to. So Winnie could run back and forth down the wire line and you'd always – it's like the first thing you'd know about getting to his house. You'd get out of the car and you'd hear the chain. Yeah, and, yeah. and you knew Winnie was running around. And one day – Frank got home and his dad, who's also his name is Frank, had just fucking shot him. What? Winnie's dead now. No. Not a joke. You can't do that. not a joke. You can't. That's illegal. Well, it's apparently not illegal in Millicent, mate. You can't do that. (laughs) You can't just say no more dog. There's there's heaps more options. There's way more options. There's neighbour, look after the dog. There's RSPCA, take my dog. Someone... 
help my dog before a bullet goes in his head. There's heaps more options than that. Rachel's dad, Constable Mick Redding. Yeah. What does he do? He shoots dogs. Dog. Here's a bowl of ham. It's your last meal. Back of the head, dead. Why? Because he killed it. I think it was Poppy. Was it sick? That. Why? That's not allowed. Yeah. This is very much not allowed. Gun, bang. Why? There's got to be a reason. Was it annoying as fuck? Dogs are I never met that dog. That happened before I was on the scene, Mm. so... I, f- I feel like some dogs can be so fucking annoying and so loud. Like, they can be really fucking shit animals. Yeah, well, look, to the best of my knowledge, nothing wrong with Poppy. And I'm quite sure that Winnie was perfectly okay. Fuck, that's bad. <laughs> okay, so let's let's say that you have a dog and you fucking love it. What is the benchmark, the, the pinnacle of money that you're spending to, to save it from, um, let's say, a surgery? Oh, to spend on a surgery. Yeah. So you spend the money, it has a surgery, and then it's fine after that. What are you spending? Oh, I guess if I'm being realistic, maybe 500 bucks. 500 bucks. That's it. Is that not much? That's not much. I reckon that'd get you in That's the, the problem. Mm. That's the problem. Yeah, it's hard. But you can get pet insurance too. What? That's such a wool pool though. Yeah. Like... Oh, we don't cover that, though. We don't cover this. Oh, no, you actually ate a skewer. That's your fault. Yeah, don't yeah. Don't cover that. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's going to be an emergency anesthesia. Going to put him under. Mm. That's $7,000, thanks. No, I think not happening. I think we had this discussion once upon a time. We decided, no, nah, not insurance with the cats because, again, loopholes. Um, I said, I reckon the most I'd spend, and I fucking love my cats because I think they're unusual cats. Uh, I'd probably spend two and a half, and she said she'd spend two and a half. So f- we'd probably spend five together to save it. All right. So Duncan and Nala, Chats with Cats podcast, mm-hmm. you've got a $5,000 threshold before you're fucked. Yeah, you're dead. If it was 5300 still probably pay it. <laughs> but the thing is, it also, I think it's very age dependent too. Because if they're 17 and they need a, a surgery for five grand, I'm probably going to go, you've had a pretty good run, mate. Built you a catio. I've done a lot of things. I fucking did a podcast after you. Just fucking see you later. But if it's next week, for sure, it's definitely worth it. Yeah. And it also depends on other so, health issues. It's such a brutal thing, you know. Like, mm. I, just, I just don't want any part of it. No. I'd well, like, I love the fun. Yeah. But the other thing with, with dogs, like, and you don't probably have this issue so much with cats, dogs fucking stink, man. Mm. And they shit everywhere. Like, yeah. Yeah. But they just stink. Mm. Like, you go, and you go at the beach Wet and a dog. dog will cut... Come and play with the kid, and that's fun. But they stink. Mm. They just stink. Yeah. It's like, please don't smell anymore. <laughs> we used to have this papillon named Bo, and we used to bath him semi-regularly, and he fucking hated being bathed. But he smelt so good after. And it's like yeah. you're holding this wicked little dog when he wasn't attacking you because Simon threw him out the back door at Christmas. <laughs> <clears throat> and he and he smelt nice, and his fur was soft, and it was like, this is sick. Mm. But then two days later, he stank like a fucking wet sock. Yeah, yeah, they do. They really do. And their <laughs> Come paws, on, mate. You notice that their paws always smell like Doritos? You ever notice that? No. Yeah, it's a thing. Remember my dogs that died of cancer? Yeah, and because you fed them fucking Doritos every day. Like. <laughs> that fucking paws smell like Doritos. It fucking made me hungry. Oh, God. All right. Well, you know what else you can eat in five seconds? All right. Oh, fuck. Where are my questions? I'm going first because you didn't find your questions. Okay. All right. 
One for you, Dan. Name three places you might find a volcano. New Zealand, South Africa, and Netherlands. <laughs> I've got no idea. It's like Hawaii would have been the, the first one I should have gone with. Oh, fuck me. All right, you. <laughs> name three Blink-182 songs. Um, I miss you, I'm feeling this, and... Oh, oh you, you knew that too. I right? know. Yeah. I know so many of their songs. <laughs> I know. It's fucked up. All right. Give me. Oh, I can't get past that. Damn it. Damn it. Adam Damn song. It. <clears throat> yeah. I know. Could go on for ages. Shit. All right. Name three sex toys for men. Butt plug, a flashlight, and a cock ring. That'll do it. Yes. Good job. All right. Oh, this is an easy one, but it makes it sound it makes it sound it harder. All right, here we go. Name three Americans with brown hair: Channing Tatum, LeBron James, and Pistol Pete. Oh, Pistol Pete! <laughs> LeBron James, he had black hair. I don't know, mate. Oh, you haven't seen him close enough. All right. At Parker, our purpose is simple: we want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Who did I say? Channing Tatum. Yeah. Oh, no. You. Yes. Name three ways to offend your girlfriend. Tell her that she smells. Tell her that she looks ugly and um, kiss her friend. <laughs> Fuck around that time. Oh, did you say offend your girlfriend? Yeah. Yeah, kissing your girlfriend would probably do that, but I was out of time. You got one more for me? Oh, yeah, I do. Um, okay. Weird one. Name three things you'd find on a bus. Uh, bus tickets, a bus driver, and passengers. Yeah, well done. Easy. Chairs. Chairs. Yeah. Handles. <laughs> Name 15 things you'd find in a bus. <laughs> all right. Oh, funny, 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 funny. Oh, all some right. good news during the... Oh, not good news at all. Bad news during the week. William Tyrrell? Hmm. You know anything? Um, the whole... So it's been like seven years. Yeah. Seven yeah. or eight years or something like that. And... The only thing really that I've found out recently is that I, I didn't ever find out much about it. Like, I didn't know that he was a foster kid. Um, apparently, there's a, there's a kooky theory that's going on. I don't know if you've heard it. If you have, you might actually know more about it than me. There's a theory that the parents, he might have actually just, like, fallen out of a window and died. The balcony. Off the balcony. Yeah, the balcony. Yeah, I've heard this, yeah. That's what the police were saying they were looking at. And they, they think that the foster parents have just gone, oh, shit. Mm. We, we've shit the bed here. Yeah. Terrible parenting, and we don't want to lose our other 
kids or foster kids or whatever. Mm-hmm. Let's just cover this thing up. And it seems way more plausible to me now, like hearing that story. Is that not the most like scat thing you've ever heard? Like, but hang on, it's an accident. Yeah, I know. That's what I would think. Like, even if I was going to lose my other kids, which you honestly wouldn't want to, why would you want to live? One, the chance of being caught and going to jail and losing them anyway. But two, living your the rest of your life with the guilt and that, that like hiding everything. But you've got to face police investigations. You've got to face the media. You've got to face like local people asking you about it. Yeah. Family and friends. And I don't know what their other kids are, what ages or any of that sort of stuff. But like, I don't know. Like if you ever found out that your parents did something I know. So and the thing is, like, that. you go from, like, the sorrow from everyone in the town going, like, oh, are you okay, to the suspicion. Hang on. Let's keep our distance from them because they yeah. might be a child killer. Like, yeah. yeah but that, that, I just, like, the whole thing of it, right, if if he's fallen out of a balcony window. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, that was a dinger. How could you possibly take the other kids away from him? There's got to be more to it. Because if a – how old was he when he's gone missing? Fuck. Oh, five shit. or something? Three, yeah, some, five or I can't remember. Yeah, young though. Young. You can't control a kid all the time that's walking. You can do your best yeah. to watch where they are, you know, kid-proof the rooms and the house and all that sort of thing. But the, the moment – the split-second decision that they go, all right, I'm going to run at, out that window – and it turns out it's a second story and they fall, Yeah, that's no one's fault. It's like what you said at the park. Like your kids can just go over a hill and you're like, I could let this go and trust someone else, but I need to eyeball them. Like you've got that feeling in your stomach. Yeah. Like I, from what I've heard, they reckon if he's fallen off the balcony, they might have had blood in the garden underneath the Yeah, the so balcony. they're searching through they're the foliage and all that stuff. didn't find anything. They've gone to like two or three other spaces, like, but they're certain that they're going to find something, which means that like, the grandma only died uh, a few months ago, so maybe she said something on her deathbed. Yeah, okay. So I'm wondering whether or not someone someone said something, but they're also saying that the first investigation was fucking just fucked up and just not done in so many ways. Don't know. I, I like watch this space because that's coming out. I reckon in the next fortnight. Do you reckon that close? Oh yeah, yeah. They've like they've basically said they've got this search area, this search area, and another one, and they're like we're. Tearing it up. They've literally got bulldozers coming in to take off all the foliage and then they're just going to start digging and sifting. And they reckon if they find uh, his, something that's similar to the Spider-Man suit, then they're going to test the soil. And they've got all this LiDAR equipment that's scanning the top to see if any, like, holes have been dug in the last 20 years. Like, they're fucking going for it. So what about, though, I, I hear all of that and I think that's great, but mm. this is like you're on your last hand here. And you've gone chips in. Mm-hmm. Like, what if they don't find something? What if it was a kidnapper? Yeah. And you know? now they've put all of this suspicion on the parents. Mm. It's just a little bit hectic for me. Hey, Which, I mean, I hope they find out what's happened. Yeah. Could you imagine if they found him alive? Imagine if he's actually not dead. Wow. They found him alive after all this time. He's like in a room with like all these Bratz dolls. No idea. <laughs> they find him in Carnarvon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know that the... Foster parents, I don't know, I can't fucking recall this, but something about um, an AVO against them and another child. No. Yeah, there's something going on there too where they've had another report that they're dealing with that 
can't be connected to this case. But, yeah, the, I don't know. It all seems fucking sus as fuck. It's like, um, you know, the Teacher's Pet, the podcast that got really big with... I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it? Heard it. The Teacher's Pet? No. It was like the biggest podcast in the world. No. Don't know it. Oh, well, this is going nowhere. It's So it's this guy um, who used to play rugby in Sydney. Mm. His wife went missing. Never to be found. No one's, They still haven't found her. Mm. But it's the same thing. Like They've dug up a whole heap of stuff at the old house and all this sort of thing. They were sure that they were going to find her there. They haven't found anything. So it's just crazy how people can just go missing. Fucking, sorry, fucking Duncan's in my way. Um, the other one that blows my mind that's not even, <clears throat> even like recently recent, is the Beaumont children. Yeah. And they reckon, oh, they've been buried here on the concrete. They've ripped up so many slabs. Yes. So many leads. We, we know we're close. We know we're close and then nothing happens. Rachel loves all that stuff. Mm. And the Beaumont kids, remember when they, uh, it was recent, they dug up that warehouse or whatever mm. it was, yep. the huge slab thing. And they're like, this is it. We're finding them. Yep. There's remains here. No, nothing there. Was that 1956, Australia Day? Oh, something like that. It was fucking it was 70 years such ago. such a long time ago. And it makes me so happy that even a cold case like that is still being investigated. Like it. That's so good, I reckon, like that people don't just close the book and go too hard. Like, so how long do you reckon it should go before they do just close the book and go? Never, oh, well. never at all. Because as soon as you do, it almost gives a killer the respite to go, if I can get to 30 years, then I can actually truly relax. If they always think that, fuck, any day now, any day now, you know, like... So you'd be comfortable, let's say, so that's in the 50s, right? So that's 60 years now. That's nearly 60, going to be 70 soon. Yeah. Yeah, at eighty years, which is the average life expectancy, once eighty years passes, you could safely say that whoever did it is dead. Mm-hmm. So who cares? Most of the people, like their parents, I'm pretty sure their parents would be passed on already. Any of the living siblings or cousins or any of that sort of stuff, most of the people are gone. Mm. So, like, how long? I just, I just reckon... It, that's a great point, but here's another... No point. one cares about it anymore. Correct, but you know who do care? The Beaumont kids themselves. Don't they deserve to be found no, and they rested? Care. They're dead. They don't, well, they don't that's know. True. But just in respect to them, though, like if someone's murdered and thrown off a, a cliff, wouldn't you want to be found and actually buried somewhere or just think, I'm dead, I don't care? Well, you, I, I don't know. I understand where you're going with this, yeah. but like who gives a fuck? It doesn't. No, it doesn't change anything. You're dead still. Yeah. You know this whole idea about what happens to you after but, you die. Yeah, I suppose dead. it's the whole thing though of anything. Like if you died today, I call the cops and go, "Yeah, look, he doesn't really give a fuck." Just on the way to the hospital, maybe just open the back of the ambulance and let him fall out. Like he doesn't care where he ends up. Like, yeah. of course you do. No, I don't. But the thing is, like, this is like the parents might be dead, but there would be still relatives of that family that would be wanting to know where they are and get them. Yeah, found and buried. I, I, I can see that side of it. So what I'm saying is it's more about the living than it is the dead, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so if there are no people living who are consciously attached to it, let's say it's gone a full generation. Let's say it's 100 years, right? So any any remaining family members, there might be family members now that actually don't even know about it. Maybe. There could be, probably not, but yeah. there could be. Because it's been in the news semi-recently, like a couple of years ago. But, yeah, it's an interesting one. I don't know. Yeah. But, you know, oh, well. fingers crossed that I don't get murdered and buried in a slab of concrete somewhere. Yeah, me too. Me too. 
But anyway, let's move on to uh, something a little bit more current than 50 or 65 years ago. Good old Tim Payne. Now, I was only reading headlines, so you're going to have to fill me in with this. All right. So, Tim Payne of now former Australian cricket captain fame, it's just basically come out that he's a dirty scoundrel, right? Now, Tim Payne's a good-looking bloke. You know? Do you reckon? Yeah, he's a good-looking bloke. He, and you know when he was a bit younger, he was a rooster, like frosted blonde tips, you know. I don't buy it. He had that rock star look about him. Yeah, fucking you do buy it. If you're a woman going back five years, you're buying it. All right. He's an attractive fella. Okay. Anyway, in 2017, he was working with Cricket Tasmania. Do you know, actually, before we get into this story, do you know, this has been fairly well publicised, but I spoke to someone about it today and they didn't even know about it. Really? Tim Payne was about to take a job with Kookaburra as a sales rep. Yeah, you told us this in an older podcast. That blew my mind. So he was about to quit. He was about to. He was like, cricket is beyond me now. I'm obviously not, you know, making it at the top level. So this is is what I'm going to do. Wild, right? Mm. So around about this same time, he was messaging this lady from Cricket Tasmania Mm. and I don't know, what is it about workplaces? You generally get workplaces and there is some sort of like nefarious shit going on. There's, you know, the cute girl over there and the bloke over there and they start messaging each other. and Tight quarters and just having to be around them all the time. Just being around them all the time potentially. But anyway, so he's messaging this girl. And he knows her from work. Yes. Okay. And there's obviously some sort of shit going on with them, but the messages are basically like, oh, I'm, I'm so hard, something needs tugging and all this. Like, it's really like pretty cr- It's pretty explicit. Shit. Very explicit. And he sent her a dick pic. Anyway. Hang, was he married at this time? Yep. He was married. He was married. And kids. Oh, I don't know if the kids were there yet, but okay. must have been around that time. So at the time... The lady, it obviously got to a point where maybe it was a little bit of banter, got to a point where it was a bit more than that and he sent her a picture of his hog. Now, she's obviously not loved what she saw or she's gone, hey, this escalated, I'm in too deep, and she was uncomfortable with it, so she reported it. Now, there was an investigation at the time. Oh, so she she didn't just report it recently? No. Oh, man, okay, this is... There was an investigation at the time and under the code of conduct Hmm. for his workplace, he was actually cleared of any wrongdoing, which is wild to me. Like, you can send a photo of your dick to someone who you work with and they go, ah, play on. That's all good. Wow. That's not – yeah, that's a weird, weird – That's a weird one. Anyway, so it's then come out recently, um, just in the last week, that this woman's basically said, nah, I'm I'm not satisfied with that. I'm going public. And so in the – um, in the lead up to her going public, he's ju- he's just gone. That's it. I need to come clean, and so he stepped down from the job as the Australian Test cricket captain. And lots of people speculating as to whether, like, th- this is it for him. Whether he'll even get picked. I I seem to think he's still going to get picked, but I don't know. Like, wh- he got launched into that job, and I think he's done an okay job at it. Mm. Like, it's pretty hectic to be Australian test cricket oh, captain. The pressure's huge, man. Massive pressure. But I just, for the last, I don't know, couple of years, I've been sitting there scratching my head. After they came out of that Ashes series where we retained over in England, just thinking to myself, 
like, is he actually that good? Like, he's people say, yeah, but he's the best keeper. I don't know if he is. Well, who, who replaces him? Oh, I don't know. I was talking to my boss about this. Alex Carey, I think, is is the one that they should go for. But he hasn't been playing that well in the Sheffield Shield. Mm. He hasn't been making many runs. He's a good keeper. He's very athletic and all that sort of stuff. So, I don't know. It's a strange one. But, um, yeah, Tim Payne is a bit of a dirty dog. Mm. Dirty dog. Oh, we'll have have you wait. sent dick pics before? Nah, not a big fan of it. I don't like – actually, I was just watching A Current Affair before you came over and they're talking about um, scammers now hacking your phone, going through your photos and then um, basically blackmailing your own videos and photos against yourself saying if you don't post do this these. or post or pay this, we're going to send it out to all your friends and family. And the lady that was on there uh, did what they wanted her to do and they still sent it out anyway. So I just don't like putting anything – like that on my phone or uploading anything like that. I just feel like you're setting yourself up for someone to fuck you over one day. So it is what it is. No dick pics on Dan's phone. All right. This one, um, after the Aussies won the other night, which obviously it's only been a week, but it feels like it's been forever. Move on very quickly, don't we? So Australian um, cricket team win the 2020 World Cup. Fantastic scenes. Everyone's having a great time. And something that has been happening recently after teams win premierships or big trophies or any of that sort of stuff, there's this trend that came out of the United States where in the parties that they have after the games, they wear these huge big ski goggles. What? They wear ski goggles. Have you not seen this? No, I haven't. You haven't watched the celebration for basically any sport. You would have noticed... Seriously, go back and think about it. You would notice it from Melbourne Demons winning the Premiership this year, um, Melbourne Storm winning the NRL last year, Penrith winning the NRL this year, and then the Australian cricket team won, and there's guys walking around in ski goggles. Now, my problem is once the event is over, unless it's my team... Switch off. Yeah, I'm just off. And my teams never win anything, so I'm, I'm just... Yep, I'll wait till next year. I don't watch the celebrations. It bores me a bit. Well, apparently this craze came about because the French champagne that they partied with over it, I can't remember if it was basketball or NFL or whatever. Apparently the French champagne is really bad for your eyes if it gets in your eyes. I don't know why. Stingy. Stingy maybe. Just probably just something stupid like that. So as soon as they started partying, they'd put these ski goggles on. And so obviously they're not getting any liquid in their eyes when they're partying with the champagne and stuff like that. If that's the real reason... Okay, there's some sort of merit in it, but I just I hate it when we grab those types of things from United States. Do they think it's cool? Try, yeah, rather than doing it own. for the reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no one in the Melbourne locker rooms spraying champagne over everyone. They've got fucking Carlton draft. Humans have been doing that with everything, though. Like as soon as someone does something that one person thinks is slightly cool, it just is a chain reaction, like the Harlem Shake. Remember that. Oh, what a dumb thing that yeah. was. Um, planking. Remember planking? Oh, yeah, planking. There were heaps more of those sort of fucking viral things that people you know planking's would planking's like four years old now? Oh, longer, surely. Five? Oh, I reckon it was like oh, ten. I don't know. No way. It's probably eight. No but, way. Uh, but, yeah, Harlem Shake. Oh, um, oh, what's that one where everyone stays still? The mannequin challenge? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was another one. Yeah, when they go through locker rooms and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, and it just looks like everyone's standing still. Yeah, fucking everyone loves something like that. Just don't get they? your own things. I reckon the whole reason that Australian sporting teams are wearing ski goggles 
especially on home soil, is because they're that just like mashed on drugs. You they, know how they don't want anyone to see and their the eyes. eyes are the tell. You can yeah. see it in someone's eyes. You can see your eyes are like dinner plates, Dan. I know that you've just had a big session. Maybe. Oh, Maybe. I think that's why they were doing it. Oh. All right, well, moving on. Speeding fines. Oh. What's worse than getting one speeding fine, Dan? Uh, getting two. Yes. Mm. Telling me about it. Oh, for fuck's sake. So driving home from here one night on the expressway and I think – have I already mentioned this? Yeah, you mentioned the first one. Yeah. yeah. Well, I also got a second one. How? What were you doing? So I went to go and get my dad a birthday present before we went down there for his birthday. See, this is If you didn't do presents, you wouldn't have got it. Exactly right. Mm. So I went to Officeworks in Marion and the colour of this thing that he wanted, they didn't have it in stock, but they had one in Keswick. And she's like, oh, oh when can you go there? And I was like, I'll go there now. So I'm driving across town to get to Keswick and then I cut down this side street and I look consciously, I don't remember that I was speeding. The interesting thing is I always tell you that my speedo is always two kilometres under the speed that I'm actually doing. What did you get done at in what zone? I got done a 58 in a 50 zone. Oh, yeah, see, that's fucked anyway. Like, no one goes 50. 50 is impossible to do. Like, it's so it hurts my foot to do 50. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a, like a really awkward ankle. Ankle? Ankle. Ankle and ankle. ankle's doing a bad ankle. Yeah, um, yeah it's just bad, though. And so <laughs> um, because my cars are registered through work, they come to work, and the lady who processes all our mail and stuff like that, one day – she turned to me and said, oh, I've got to tell you something. And I said, oh, after I'd got the first one, I said, oh, it's not another speeding fine, I hope. And she goes, no, 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 nothing like that. The next day, she's like, oh, you know how you said you hope it's not another speeding fine? I was like, yeah, oh, fuck. it's another speeding fine. So that's real bad. What do you owe the government? Oh, 750 bucks. That's fucked, isn't it? Yeah. Do, do you know what scares me? You go out to the letterbox and you get – they always come, if they're home delivered, right, they always come in a blank envelope. There's nothing on there apart from just your name. Oh, okay. Didn't they, know that. No, nah, they all look fucking sus. They all look like... I thought they come from, like, Revenue SA or something like that. Yeah, they don't have anything written on it because they want you to open it at a Curiosity Kill the Cat. And then every time I think I've got a speeding fine, I open it up and it's the relief of a rego. My rego is, needs to be renewed. Oh, that's lucky. So I go through this, like, oh, no, it's a speeding fine. To joy of it's a rego, then realizing, hang on a second, this still is still money. fucking shit. This is still one hundred and seventy dollars or one hundred ninety bucks. It's fucking annoying. It's a shit roller coaster every time I go out there. Oh, speeding fines get stuffed. Um, yeah, what's this next thing about? Tell me. No jab. Uh yeah, okay, we'll talk about that first. Oh no, that's okay. Well, they both kind of feed into each other. Australian Open. Mm-hmm. He's no jab, no play. Now, we've ragged a little bit on Novak Djokovic. Yep. He's very openly anti-vax, and he's been at the you know the core of some mad, wild COVID outbreaks. And I really hope that he doesn't – he's going to. Like, there's no doubt that he's going to get more Grand Slam wins than Roger Federer and Rafael Nadal. But I really just don't want it. I just don't want him to. I'd love something to happen that he decides to retire. Do you think his own um – Selfishness is going to cost him the greatest tennis player of all time. Nah, he'll get. He's young enough that he'll get it eventually, anyway. But I just don't. I just don't want it. I don't like him. You just don't like him. Just yeah, don't like I don't him. really love him either. But anyway, so Australian Open have finally come out and said that's it. No jab, no play. You ain't coming here. There's a lot of things that are double jab or don't come. Well, Australia, South Australia opens up mm. to the rest of the country tomorrow. 
and there are workplaces now, a lot of workplaces, that say if you're not vaxxed, you can't work here. What do you feel about that? Where, where, where are you at with that? You think? Um, I just think that everyone should just fucking roll up your sleeve. Who cares? I'm I'm the same. That's how I feel. But I just I don't sp- understand how people are so bullish about the fact that. So one of Rachel's siblings mm. believes that it's medical genocide. That they're killing us through the vaccine. Mm. Yeah, that's silly. It's just so dumb. It's so yeah. dumb. Anyway. Peng Shui, that's the next one on the list. Now, you might think this is some kind of meditation or something like that. It's not. Is it not not Feng Shui? No. No. This is Peng Shui. Peng Shui is a Chinese tennis player. She's a female and she's actually reasonably good. She's not like a singles champion or anything like that, but she's won two doubles titles, um, like Grand Slam uh, titles, I think US Open and Wimbledon. Mm. She came out in the last week or so and said – that one of the Chinese parliamentary um, politicians or whatever he is uh, raped her at some point. What? She's accused him of rape. Not moments later... That's game, set, rape. That's no good. Not good. Moments later, the government have had her post taken off the internet, gone. No, you can't find it if you wanted to. They're silencing it. And she went missing. Now, is there any place... Like, there's some scary places on planet Earth. I reckon China is one of my scariest places on Earth. They're fucked, man. Because they do not give a flying cahoot what anyone else does. They play things the way they want to play it. Yep. So this poor woman has gone missing. And then, like, three or four days after she's gone missing, there's, like, Wimbledon, all these tennis players. Serena Williams is posting. Is she still missing? We'll get to that. All these people posting about, oh, you know, let's let's find Pang Shui and we want to see her and all this sort of stuff. And so the Chinese um, state media or whatever they call themselves have put out this statement and basically it's like a letter, not even handwritten, it's typed. Hi, this is Pang Shui. I am safe and well. Just like wild. like. And, that, and what people are meant to take that in. People are meant to believe that. Face value, yep, that's her. But people have revolted and said, nah, not good enough. We want to see her. We want to hear from her. We want to make sure she's fine. And just yesterday, or it might have been today, the International Olympic Committee um, president or chairman has had like a FaceTime video with her or something like that. But there was people saying in the video that whilst she looks like happy and upbeat in the video, there's a number of times where she like looks off just off the camera so it's like, is someone there threatening her? Yeah. You know, all this sort of thing. So China's just such a hectic place. Fuck, the like, whole world is a fucked place, man. The whole world's fucked, but China especially. Yeah. And there's all this shit about us going to war with them maybe and fucking Taiwan. And yeah, I don't know. I don't think you want to do that. No. That's think, uh, not great. Not, no, I don't think it's going to end well for fucking anyone. All right, let's finish this off with, um, please tell me what the fuck this is. <laughs> what is big fat lady walks into sexy land? I don't, I don't know if I can ever guess what that means. <laughs> Just tell me what that fucking means. This, all right, so for the listeners, we have a, a Facebook group chat, which is the Chats with Cats podcast ideas chat. Yeah. And as things happen in our weeks, we'll put stuff in there so that we've got things to talk about. So you went to Sexy Land. <laughs> I was driving down South Road the other day and there's this sex shop called Sexy Land, <laughs> which I think is just like wild branding, like... Mm. Sexy land. I can't believe sex shops are even a thing still. 
Well, I thought the same thing. But, you know, normally a sex shop is like entrance at the back. So, like, people on the street can't see you walking in. Yeah. Anyway, I'm, so I'm cruising down South Road and I look over and I'm like, for starters, it's almost like a big billboard saying sexy land coming up on the right. I'm like, where did this come from? I don't ever recall a that sex shop being Must there, be doing right? pretty well if they're paying for advertising. Yeah, crazy. So, and then I'm getting closer and I looked over and I'm like, oh, there is a sex shop there. And then there's this big, just a big, like, lady who, she loved her cake or something. Mm. Like she's into, she, you know, she drinks Coke, not water. Mm. She loves cake, probably dips herself in it before sexual activities or something. Yeah. Crazy. Drinks honey. But I'm thinking, that is, that just, that's confidence. Mm. For you to be in broad daylight entering a sex shop called Sexy Land through the front door. And, like, she's stopped out the front because you've got to do the COVID check-in at every shop you go to. Oh, yeah. So she's, like, basically hanging herself out to dry out the front of Sexy Land to go in and buy a big double ender or something. Like, just crazy. Do you, think, do you think when you go into a place like that, you're less embarrassed if you're actually buying something for someone else? Like, if you know in your head that I'm only here because I'm going to buy a joke present or, like, something for a bucks party, you don't really care. But if you're actually buying it for yourself, you'd be, like, way more nervous. You don't get like that? Um. The only times I reckon I've ever been into a sex shop, I've been drunk. So yeah. I was never nervous. I think about I've been it. once or like, twice. Woo-hoo. Yeah, once or twice. We went into there was a sex shop in Mount Gambier. We went in to buy a blow up doll for a mate of ours because he mm. turned eighteen and he was still a virgin. Oh right, so it was a joke. Present. It was a joke, mm. and he hated it. We like unveiled it at the pub. Did he get all blew it up? He got embarrassed. He like stabbed a knife into it and popped it. And oh yeah, I was like, oh, that's a bit. Anyway, that's all we got time for on the podcast tonight. Yeah. Thanks right. for joining us, everyone. You're listening to us wherever you're listening to us, so you already know where we are. But please like and subscribe. Share it with your friends. Let people hear about us. All right. See you next week. Yes. Without Mark again. Funny how that happens. See you guys. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 